Ladies and gentlemen, punters of all ages, we wish you a warm welcome back to the Mock Racing Club podcast for 2021. My name is Mitchell Cashmore, and as always, I'm joined by fellow founding member of the TMRC, Nick Highland. How are you, mate? Very good and good to be back. Very keen to get into it. The big weekend for racing this weekend, up in Gold Coast with the Magic Millions and then Rose Hill and Flemington as well, so I'm very keen. Yes, excitement is in the air. Magic Millions time is always great. We get to see the uh, the future stars of the horse racing world and uh, a few new Colts, Phillies, Mares, Geldings, all of the uh, yearling horses on sale. And uh, $1.9 million is so far the uh, the highest bid on one of the horses. That's just insane to me. What do you reckon about that, Nick? Yeah, it'd be good to get enough money to put some money into some of those horses, I reckon. But that's the dream. That is the dream. I'm, I'm actually, I'm, I, I wait anxiously to see if that 1.9 million horse actually performs come track time. But uh, anyway, it's going to be a big year for the TMRC punters, that's for sure. Over the year, you'll be seeing new segments pop up on both the podcast and the socials. Live tips coming straight from trackside at certain race meets when we can get down there post-COVID. And uh, even more collaborative partners coming on board, hopefully. And certainly a myriad of giveaways as well. Don't you worry, listeners. The 100 follower giveaway is still coming. There's just been some uh, transit issues with our supplier of the uh, the goods we were going to give away. I'm getting on to them. We're emailing back and forth trying to get the items sent to us. But once they arrive at my door, they'll be going straight out to you guys for the giveaway. But um, enough talk. Let's get straight into it, Nick, shall we? Yeah, just, just to add, as you said, we'll get trackside and I just wanted to let everyone know um, I purely bet, chose uh, what uni I'm going to off the <laughs> fact that it's next to Randwick Racecourse. So UNSW, <laughs> can that's that's where I'm going. Purely based off I can get to the racetrack on a, on a Wednesday or a Friday night if it's on. I love it. I love it. And I'll just be a 20-minute bus ride away at Sydney Uni and I'll be joining you for some live tips at the weekday uh, meets. And uh, also, that just reminds me, before we get stuck into it, a couple of shout-outs to give over the off-season. Christmas time, I was up in Queensland in the uh, the Logan area. I just want to give a quick shout-out to uh, Greg and Dyer Allen. was uh, catching up with them. They're very good family members of ours. And, um, yeah, they were back in the day very big trotter uh, trainers, very, very successful, and they just live for the horse racing world. They love it. They can't get enough of it. I think every weekend they put about a dollar on the the local quaddies. They each pick a horse and they see if they get up, and they just love it. They can't get enough of it. So uh, shout out to you, Greg and Di. I hope you're listening, and I hope you're enjoying our tips. Nick, you got anyone to shout out? Uh, well, well, we're on it. Um... Our boys over in our Discord group that we're in, uh, Meso, Connor, and Jared, helping us out heaps. Um, if any of the listeners want to join out the Discord, um, we've got top punters that specialize in all different categories of sport, hoping to make everyone some money. I believe it's only $10 to get in, so if you want to pay the money, it's you'll, you'll make it back easily. So um, send us a DM on Instagram and we can organize that for you. Um, but yeah, big shout out to those boys who've helped us out a lot. And yeah, let's get into it now. Yes, all right. Before we get stuck into the Flemington car, let's just discuss who the hot jockey is. And it is Jamie Carr. I reckon this one's really long overdue because, I mean, this whole season's just been Jamie Carr's season. She's looking like she's going to storm home for the Vic Championship. 
And um, yeah, but incredibly, she has been even more in form the last month. She's just been crazy since she, she had a couple of weeks off there. And since her return, she has just been riding above anyone can expect. She just kicked into another gear. In the last three and a half weeks alone, she's had 45 rides in total. From those rides, she's had 26 of those place and 13 of them win. That is a 57.7% place rate and a 28 win rate. She has eight quality rides on Flemington on Saturday. Parlophone and Hasseltoff will open the day for her. She has one break in the third and then for the rest of the day in the fourth, fifth, and sixth, she has Lucero. Heavenly Emperor and Rule the World. Then to finish off the day, she's got Prezado, Rudimental and Deep Dive in the 7th, 8th and ninth. So we're not saying that all these horses are going to win, but with Jamie Carr on board, you just have to watch out for them. Whatever their price is, they could all find their way around the line. She just has that ability to take horses that are a bit out of form and just steer them right. Jamie Carr seems to be everything she touched turns to gold. So really look out for those horses come Saturday, guys. And so we'll head into the Flemington rundown now. Before Nick gets stuck into his quality tips, I'll just give the track report. Nine races will be run at one on Flemington on Saturday. The weather is mostly fine. Track is going to be a good four, most likely. If not, just a little bit of precipitation on Friday night is predicted. If that comes in, it might start as a soft five. But with the sun out on Saturday, it's definitely going to end up a good track by the end of the day. The rail is out nine metres for the entire circuit. What that means, punters, is there will be an advantage for those horses that like to lead, as well as the horses that have inside barriers, as they will run slightly less of a distance compared to back markers and outside barriers. Wow, nine metres. That sounds big to you, Nick. That's yeah. one of the big ones I've heard. It's um, it's a long way. It's going to be a very good day for leaders, as you said. Um, So I've gone... A bit half-half, a bit, couple of the shorter end prices, and then there's also a couple with um a bit of value in it. So should it. be a good good rundown, hopefully. So um I'm ready to get into it. Awesome, get stuck into it, Nick. Let's go. So we got race one, 1100 meters. Uh, starting off with the sprint on the long straight. Aquagirl should come out quick with the early speed, and the rest should battle it out on the straight behind her. Um, Parlophone needs to be quick out of the gates. And can miss the start often. Has the hot jockey on, obviously, with Jamie Carr, who's flying at the moment. And has the definite speed to get it done in the race. Coming back from an 18-week spell, you can't rule them out. Aquagirl can lead the whole way if she gets the perfect run. She has the early speed to get out out there. And if uh, D-Lane steers her well, she's in high contentions for the win as well. Tiny has come down from Sydney to race here in Flem. A uh, good runner in all conditions and adapts well. Has the closing speed to get it done and D Oliver is in some good touch as well and has to be respected. Pioneer River finished second behind Written Miss three weeks ago but dropped the weights down with the jockey and should be able to adapt better with the lighter weight. Same jockey who knows how to ride him well. Blinkers on again and down a class for the race. Um, I reckon he's overpriced at $9.50 at the moment or currently gone down to $8.50, sorry. Um, so that has to be my tip. Uh, pretty overpriced. He ran a cracking race with Zion and Written Miss, and now with the shorter distance, lighter weight, and the lower class of the race, he will be my pick each way at $8.50 and $2.40. Lovely stuff. I'm thinking Parlophone in this one. I just think it might be too good. Was a stakes winner last season and was originally touted as a Coolmore stud chance, but... uh. 
since it's been average and dropped out of the contention for that race. I think with Jamie Carr on board, like I said, she just has the ability to return horses to form. Like you said, can miss the start, but I think Carr on board will hopefully get it jumping out nicely and it can chase down Aqua Girl and get back in the winner's circle. Next race, Nick. Race two, 1,600 metres. Um, out to a mile here and should be Don Dubbin leading, followed by Dance Ready and Seafield Road. The rest of the field make up the middies and the Packers Bond sorry, as the back marker. Uh, Mr. Monaco has to be a hard pass. Decent horse, but um, I feel like he wants to run a bit further than the mile. Um, Sakara and Hasseltoff look to be too hard to beat um, running off midfield. Both probably on the two most informed jockeys in Melbourne right now. Uh, they both need to be respected and can get it done. Um, obviously, I like to go with a bit of um, value, so I like to stick away from them, but honestly, those two look look to be a bit too strong. Um, not else sticks out to me other than um, Dance Ready. Um, I like to go for some value, obviously, yep, and I really like the spread at $17 and $4.20 each way. Um like Cashy said in the track report, the barrier is in nine metres, giving a massive advantage to leaders, and I think it has the capabilities. Uh, Dino Yendel riding well and has been riding this horse for a long time and knows how to ride him home. The only one that I think of is uh, Don Dubbin for the same reasons as um, Dance Ready. Uh, the pace here is strong first, and both these horses will be near the line, but I think any of these two will be a good pick, but it has to be... Dance ready for me, seventeen dollars at four, and four twenty each way. Pool, lovely odds. Uh, yes, a uh, slow paced race here, and I think that's going to play right into Saturo's favour. It, like we said, it might be a track that doesn't favour the horses that run from the midfield or off the pack. But um, one for us last week at Flemington, and the rail was out six metres last weekend, so I don't think the extra three metres will be much of an effect. And for that reason alone, Saturo each way will be my tip. Give it strength. Uh, race four. T- oh, no, sorry. Race three. You've done a dirty one there, Nick. Race three, <laughs> 1,100 metres. Um, big one down the straight again. Um, my punting off this race will um, result in watching the first race to see how... Everyone runs down the street in the first one. But um, Absolute Flirt, currently the favourite, who's been, um, been riding well, even though it hasn't had a win. Um, and the win hasn't been fresh. So I think odds are pretty right, but I'd personally stay away when it's um, short, obviously. Um, I'm keeping it short on this race. There's not too much sticking out. Um, Lil Contra. Has the ability to get this done. Race well last start, but just didn't get the chance to finish well. With the wider barrier down the long straight, I hope to see she can run well and build the momentum through the last 600. Um, $9.50 and $3.10 each way bet. Lovely. I think Causeway Girl is the goods here at each way odds. Beaten just in the Kensington Stakes last year. Now finds herself at a 78 benchmark 12 months on. So that's a massive drop in class. Ran over the uh, 1100 at Caulfield two weeks ago and looked home when the button was pressed, but um just pipped late by Sword of Mercy, who will come up later. So, uh, yeah, Causeway Girl each way for me as well. There is my tip. Too easy. Race four, 2,000 metres. Um, Favourite's going to be hard to beat here. Narvez. Narvez, I think. Is that yes. Said? Yep. 
at $4.60. Um, is set to lead from the inside barrier and should be the one to win it. Can respect a bet on her with D. Oliver on board. Um, it seems hard to beat. Blink is on again, and it seems to be a good bet. Um, the only other one that sticks out to me is Solar Apex, which is one of the horses us TMRC love to follow. Um, in almost every other instance, I'd be on him, but with the track bias for leaders, might be too hard for him. He's come down from Sydney, and I think the, he's well-suited to the distance. Um, but yeah, it's got to be Narvez for me. Um, but I, I do respect the Quinella, to be honest. Uh, Narvez and Solar Apex. I don't see any other... Could be on really. there. I don't see any other horse giving the chance, really. I think it's between those two, but my tip has to be Narvez. But um, yeah, back the Quinella as well if you're if you're into the exotics. Uh yeah, completely agree with you. Narvez will hit the front hard. We'll get the first bite of the cherry going into that turn into the straight, and with the barrier out, he'll be running a just a slight little less than those guys on the outside barriers. So, um, and of course it's one for us before. So loyalty bet here. Aves for me as well. Uh, race five back out to the mile. Um, heavenly emperor and overexposure clear market favorites listed under $3. Um, overexposure unlucky last start and should have won honestly, but, um, keeps D lane on. But can the question is, can the back market get it done with the obvious track bias? with the rail out nine metres. Um, Heavenly Emperor, J-Car on, and the leader can definitely get it done. I, I honestly think it's under the odds a little bit, um, but with J-Car on board, um, you can't probably blame it for being under the odds with the form that she has at the moment. Um, there's two that stick out to me, which is Kentucky Breeze and Overexposure. Kentucky Breeze finished fifth behind Overexposure, who finished third. Should be good on pace and does well at the distance. Um, 6.50 seems like a decent bet, but how I, I believe if you watch the market, um, it might grow a little on Saturday, I hope. Um, if it hops anything above $8, um, I will be hopping on. If it stays under $8, though, I don't think it's a bet. Like It's, it's, it's a bit short. Kentucky Breeze. It just doesn't have the form to be at six fifty. I hope it the market takes it above eight dollars, but um if it doesn't, it's my tip it has to be overexposure. Should get it done. Just a class above the rest, I believe. And yeah, it's short for a reason. Um two dollars sixty at the moment. I just I don't see any other beating it. But if Kentucky Breeze gets to those eight dollars and hopefully each way odds, um I don't mind putting a bet on it. Yeah, fair enough. Uh, straight to the point from me here. The fact that you said that it was under the odds makes me a little worried, but I just all I hear is positives about Heavenly Emperor. Loves the track, loves the distance, loves the weather as well. And with Jamie Carr on board, just tick, tick, tick for me. So um, I'm actually going to take the punt. You said it's under the odds, but I'm just going to risk it. Heavenly Emperor on the win for me. Race 6, uh, 1,400 metres. Um, rule the world and viral four dollars forty favorites currently. Um, I'm keeping this real quick, real quick. There's one horse that sticks out to me straight away. Number one, Albion. Loves the distance. I just think he's a great bet for the day. Should lead it early and run at home. Um, punters, if you're going to get on all our tips, I usually say hop on on race day and watch the flux as it goes on. Uh, but uh, I'd say hop on this one as soon as possible because it's currently at $15 and $4.20 odds, and I believe it will come a little bit shorter. Uh, respect it and love it. Love it. All right. 
to me, straight to the point for me as well, I think my, Mr. Moneybags looks good here. Watched him win at big odds when he had his first start for Lindsay Smith over the 1,400-metre mark uh, at this track a few weeks ago, and it impressed me. Staying at the 1,400 metres now clearly won't be an issue. And I just think that uh, the $6.50 to win and $2.45 to place price tag is just overs. So I'll take him each way for sure. Mr. Moneybags for me. Race 7, the Kensington Stakes. Um, thousand, Big one of the day. 1,000 metre sprint. Big race for Flemington. The biggest race on the card for them this week. Um, three names come to mind when I look at this um, this list. Fabagino, Prisado, and Pandemic for me. Um, th- those three, because three favourites for a reason, and I th- I believe it's between these three. Um, Fabagino wants to lead the whole way and has a chance to do it. Jay Child's on board, who's been riding well as well lately. Oh, no, Marcus Harris is out. My apologies, punters. I'm watching the cricket at the same time. Oh, no. Um, high contention and has a very good chance for Fabagino. Uh, pandemic, backed in the past and TMRC favourite. Um, assume, I'm assuming Cashy will be on him, but I'm not sure. Um, if I'm not sure I'll be on. Just I just personally don't have the feel to it. Um, my tip, uh, Prezado. Jay Carr on board and knows the track so well. Specialist at the distance, specialist at the track, back marker, so won't come out strong, but will finish very well. My tip for the Kensington, uh, $5 for the win, so that's my tip. For me, you said Prezado. I was thinking between two horses, Prezado or Sword of Mercy, so I'll go Sword of Mercy. He uh, won for us last week, and it seems to have a big future ahead of him. Can make it three on the trot here. So each way on Sword of Mercy for me in the Kensington Stakes. What about race eight, Nick? I think I know who you're going to be on. Race eight, 2,000 metres. This race is going to be a very, very slow race. Oh, my God. Half of these half of these horses are back markers, and they're just going to come out so slow. Sickest guy will go forward along with Miss Dimitar and Takumi. Um, followed by the rest of the field. Long Arm is the back marker favourite. Second up again, winning last time at the second up. Has the form needed and been running well recently. Has to be respected, but I think we all know it's the it's the loyalty bet for me. Re-edit. Um, one of my favourite horses down in Flemington, and it's the one I'm backing. Um, $7 and $2.40 each way. This horse has the closing speed needed, and I reckon he's a chance. Um, new to the distance, could be a bit risky, but I think he can adapt well. It's too hard for me to stay away. Um, last run with the second place, but I, I'm blaming that purely on um, the jockey, um, Zara. But now we've got Damien Oliver back on board. Um, good horse. Yeah, that's my tip. I can't help but agree. Re-edit's got the goods. I think the jump in distance won't bother it. Hopefully it wins for us once again. But I'll be going each way just to be safe on re-edit. How about the last of the day, Nick? Um, Last of the day is probably the least analysis I've done because there's only one horse that I believe has shot here, and it's 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 mystery shot. Um, Dead. No analysis and no reason, uh, all the reason for it, sorry. Um, Purely based off the track bias, brilliant form. I don't see anyone beat him. Take him early at $3.80. Um, 
it's going to get shorter. Um, if it wins, Black Book, it's going to be a good horse. Uh, could get into the group once, I reckon. Has a chance. Oh, for sure. He's, he, Mystery Shot's just going to be too good here, in my opinion. One for me before and can make it six for six in his career. Going to hit the front hard, and I just don't think he'll look back. Three Over the $3 is overs, and I reckon come race, he might be around the $2 mark. So get on before the price drops. Mystery shot for both of us in the last. Have we got a quaddy, Nick? I know you're Mr. Quaddy lately. Oh, I haven't picked a, a quaddy, so I might be able to do one quickly on the spot. Um, so it's race six, number one, number five, um, number four, and number seven, I reckon. Lovely. Okay. Number seven, race seven. Number one, number two. Um, number eight and number six. It's hard for me to pick a bit of value on that. Sorry, punters. Um, race eight, number two, number five, number four, and number three. Lovely. And last race, um, number three. That's all you need, really. Uh, I'll pick number <laughs> number thirteen. Jose is also a very good. Horse. Guy um, McNeil is pretty cold, though. That's all that's. Yeah, it's pretty cold. No wrong. Three, so, 3, 13, um, 12, and we'll go. Uh, we'll go, we'll go, with, go with a 7. Good stuff. If you put uh, $25 on that punters, that'll give you 10% of the quaddy. And you don't have to go that much. Just bet what you can afford on the quaddies. You might even want to bet small, you know. If you get lucky, you can turn $5 into $100 with quaddies. That's the gamble that you'd take. Yeah, but you um, you Rose Hill to... rundown now. Oh, sorry, Nick. Oh, go ahead. You've cut me off. It's all right. Um, no, yeah, I was saying, if you don't have the money, it doesn't need to be 20 bucks. You know, sometimes like, on Saturday, you would have seen if you followed the Instagram, I, um, I put six, well, how much was it? I think it was. About 14 bucks. Yeah. Four, $11. There you go. $11 on the Flemington Quaddy. Um, and yeah, came back with $111. You, you don't need to put the percentage won't matter. If you put a bit of, um, bit of value in it as well, it'll, um, it'll get up there and you still, I said, well, how much percent did I have? I think I had like six or 7%. 6%. Still, yeah, yeah, 6%. 6% still won $111. So, um, yeah, just, just pick the winners. <laughs> right. Get on to Rose right. Hill now, mate. Rose Hill. Sorry about that. Strong nine-race program at Rose Hill. Uh, weather's going to be fine. Uh, the track is going to be a good four. I don't know why the experts are saying it's going to be a soft five. It's just the look. I don't know about you guys, uh, all the listeners out there, wherever you're living. In Sydney right now, it is Friday morning, and it is blisteringly hot. It's been blisteringly hot for the last three days, so I have no idea why they, the track's going to hold it enough moisture. I think mate. It has gone to a good four, it says, on... Okay, the good, form. because I, so, I was saying this morning before it got updated, a soft five just wasn't the right, so it's good. It's going to be a good four, and the rail is in the true position for the entire circuit. So we'll get stuck in. Race one, 1,100 metres. Almost the whole field here is on debut, and you know how much we hate these sort of races at the TMRC. It's so extremely difficult to pick. But luckily in this race, a very certain special horse is running out for the first time, and that is Remark. And uh, but at the one dollar sixty price tag, you already know that we're not going to be having on it. But it's most likely we'll run it in by two lengths. 
because it is already being tipped as the Golden Slipper winner, even though it hasn't even debuted, it might even come out and be a flop. But every all signs point to it running this in by a couple of lengths, but just not going to take it because of the low price. If you're desperate to bet on this race, I would say Arthur Francis at $9.50 to win and $2.60 to place price tag. Put something tiny on that each way because it might find its way into the placings or even get an upset victory over a mark. It's run both of its trials and has the engine to win this sort of race. Let's just see if it can beat the potential Golden Slipper winner. Nick, are you thinking Remark as well? Oh, yeah. The, uh, remarks, it's, it's, I reckon they'll win the Slipper, honestly. I've got a futures bet on it because I, I, as soon as I got a futures bet at $17 for it, I put only $5 on it. It's a handy ticket. I don't, I'm, not, I'm not that well-funded, so I only put a little bit of money on it. But um, I believe uh, when it wins um, tomorrow, it's going to go down on the futures price a lot. I reckon it will get down to like $8, maybe $10. That's it. So that's Definitely. why I was like, I've got to hop on quickly. But yeah, it's too short to get on um, for the race. Unless it's it's probably a multi-filler. Um, other than that, yeah. yeah. But Definitely. I don't see anyone else um, beating it. So I'd stay away from this race unless you put it into a multi. But yeah, when you're ready, get on to race two, mate. Yes, race two, 1,100 metres again. Fast run race here. Tallure, Bucking Beauty, and the Bopper will roll forward hard here. They'll all challenge each other, see who can get to the line first. The Bopper appears to be the horse to beat, hence its low pricing. However, due to that low pricing, I just can't have my money on him. Tallure will have my money instead. The $2.90 price tag will be good enough for a horse that is four from six in her career and dominated a recent trial at this track. So I think she might just take down the big, bad, Papa, Nick. I've got to agree with you there, mate. That's that's my tip as well. Um, yes. So not really much else to say. Just a good um good trainer on board. Karen McAvoy on board. I just I think it's a real good chance. Um, Papa will be in there as well. But yeah, like you said, it's just they're to be honest, they're a bit too short for me as well. So I probably won't be getting on them both. But um, maybe a same same race multi might be on the charts. So. Oh, for sure. Yeah. For sure. Get on to race three, mate. Race three, 1,500 metres, moderately paced race here. Successful day hits the front with plenty of horses settling just behind her. Straight off the bat, Banger is over the odds. You know why he's over the odds? He came within a length and a half of Pinnacle Prince, and we all know that that is just a TMRC favourite because it's such a fantastic horse. Plus, he was able to get within this close range of Pinnacle Prince while three wide, no cover running down the outside at the end there. So it was an almightily pr- impressive effort. And the fact that he came so close just impressed me. And I said, I'm going to back this horse the next race. And when the markets came out at $12 to win and $3.80 to play, I was laughing. So I'll easily have something small each way. Uh, Mother's Mercy can also bounce back here uh, from her latest race that just wasn't as good as the talent she's shown in the first couple ones for her prep. But it... um. $5 to win and $2 to place. The fact that it's at each way odds can't keep me away. So something small each way on her as well. Might even chuck them both into a top four same race multi for kicks. I think that might come out as a little bit of value. But yeah, two, two horse play there. Banger and Mother's Mercy. Split the, split the stake down the middle and put them on something small each way. Nick, what are you thinking? Uh, there's one thing that, oh, it's the value bet for sports bet. Oh, no. Oh no, that's a, that's a bad sign. Who's that? Rocket Rosa. That's the one that stuck out for me. Um, 
just yeah, five dollars fifty and two dollars fifteen. So it's got each way odds at the moment. Um, yeah, I just I don't mind it at um third up now. So um, it's one ready to peak. Yeah, I reckon it's got a chance, but um yeah, value bets turn me off it a bit. So um, but yeah, that would be my tip. Awesome stuff. Race four, two thousand meters out of the two kilometers. And uh, going to be moderately paced here with Vadian rolling forward and Zachaz and Harpo Marks storming home from the back. Harpo Marks is running real well at the moment, as well as the Rachel King and Bjorn Baker combination. Just a winning machine, isn't it? Just you see those white and navy colours coming down the track, you're in trouble. However, so is Zachaz. Zachaz is also flying at the moment. Apart from the ninth placing in the last start, Zachaz has barely put a foot wrong this start. It's a horse that man and Eustace are quite confident in, and so am I. Hence why my money is going to be on the $6 to win and $2 price. price. It's $2 to place <laughs> price each way on Zachaz. Sorry, tripping over my words there. But uh, yes, um, Harpo Marks, look out for that. It might win. Again, but um, I just can't go away from Zachaz. Nick, what are you thinking? Uh, I'm off this one, to be honest. So, yeah, fair enough. So, uh, race five, 1,200 metres, moderate pace again here. He's a hotshot Americana Magic and Liberty Sun to roll forwards and make sure to look for Count du Rupee and Mount Mont Ditto's closing speed. Just as like I mentioned in the last race, the Bjorn Baker and Rachel King combination has been a winning machine lately, and I feel as though hotshot can figure here. He's a galloper for Bjorn Baker who has um, recently won at this track. So you've got to respect that. He might come out and blitz them all. He comes to the all-time legend race a couple of weeks ago. And all-time legend has gone on to prove that he is a real good horse and ha- can really play a bit of danger later on in its prep. It could just win, 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 win. But um, yes, that race was at Randwick and it just got su- shuffled back near the inside and it just couldn't get a space to run home. But it worked home really well there, and it was able to get up and get a third placing. So I think with uh, the leading contender here, I think he's a hot shot, can go all the way here and just not look back for Rachel King. Nick, are you thinking anything for race five? Um, I've gone two in a row here, and that's to stay away from this race as well. That's just... <laughs> I didn't really like it because all, all of the good horses gone up to Goldie for the for the Magic Million so I'm, I'm staying away from a lot of the Rose Hill ones I didn't do much research on it either so oh well, that's fair enough Rose Hill you were in charge of Flemington this week so I don't blame you for staying away from Rose Hill it's a very low key card but that's where I come in I was in charge of Rose Hill and I'm giving the good analysis so uh, race 6 1500 metres would have been a fast race run here if Ellsberg wasn't scratched. But um, now that leaves Canasta, the first bite of the cherry in terms of leading. And I expect to see Radipole above and beyond following close behind just off the pace, quite honestly. I'll be honest with you guys, Ellsberg was the tip before I had to go back and look at the race twice and then after he got scratched. And I found another horse that I was confident in in the form of Oscar Zulu. But then that got scratched. So now I had to go back and look at it a third time. And quite honestly, it's just, it's tough. It is a tough race to pick now that the two top horses have been scratched. Um, I believe Above and Beyond has figured now all the way from a $7.50 price into a favorite price. And really, I just, I, I just can't get behind that with confidence it'll it should be lee um just off the pace there but i just can't get behind it so if i'm gonna go anyone 
I really think that uh, Zoffany's lad for Rachel King might be the one here. I don't think it had a chance beforehand, but now that with the two horses in Ellsberg and Oscar Zulu being scratched, I think it did really good when resuming and only up another 100 metres off the resuming. And I think it might fade late, maybe, but I think just out of all of them, I really feel like that might be the best bet. So at $5.50 and one ninety at the moment, I'd back it. And if uh, the, that that place price drifts above $2, I'll definitely be getting on it each way. But only a small bet now, only a very small bet. I'm not super, super confident in this race, but Zoffany's lad now is the only one that I can really get behind. Nick, um, what about you? Like you said, it's not a very confident race that we're on. Um, but one sticks out for me, and that's Trajection with Tommy Berry on board, um, $6 and $2.10, so it's in each way markets. Um, yeah, it just stands out to me. Kim War, the trainer, and I do not mind me some Kim War on, on. So, yeah, that, that'll that be me, Trajection. But, yeah, not, not that confident on it, just picking it for the sake, to be honest. Yeah, Oscar Zill and Ellsberg getting... Uh... Scratched really didn't do us any favours. Two of our more favourite horses here. But uh, we move on. Race seven, and that is 1,300 metres. Moderately paced once more here. Rabbit Claws and Terrace House narrowly roll forward with Jack the Lad and Blazer Trail to be nipping at their heels almost the whole way. For me, it's a two-horse play here. One value, one shorter odds. So, uh, and I'll tell you those. The favourite shake looks to be a real good horse here. And I've been following its form purely because I have a friend called Aiden Shake. Shout out to him. I know he definitely won't be listening. He hasn't really gotten into the horses since turning 18, but that's fine. I've tipped him this horse a couple of times, and he's missed out on winning. But, uh, yeah, Shake looks really good. And I can't see why she can't win. She's got blisteringly closing speed. Won recently at the farm, I believe. And, um, yeah, so she will be one of my plays. But the other one... Uh, Black Booker, Sarah, jumps to the Saturday level for the first time since her career first start. It makes me proud because I still remember when I backed her in that on debut start all the way back, you know, I think it was about I do remember six months well. ago now. Yeah, I remember that as well. Yeah, I remember texting all the boys, being like, boys, I've got one. It was one of my first wins as a punter, and I was very, very happy with it. So at $9.50 to win and $3.10 to place, I think it's overs for a horse that's just so versatile. And it's got a special place in my heart. So it can get an upset win, if not a place. So it'll be Shake to win and Sarah way for me. And I was combining them both into a top four same race multi for a bit of value. Nick, do you got anyone in race seven? No, oh, I'm on the Shake. Big Shake. Yeah. Big Shake. Big Shake. Def- Big shake. That's who I'm on. That's <laughs> Love no, it. no reason, just the Shake. Shake. Yeah, Shake. Okay, race eight. Back to 1,100 metres. Lillimore to roll forward and roll forward hard in this one. And it was going to be Never Talk and Dunbrody Power to be the best chances to chase it down. But now that Dunbrody Power is scratched, it's going to be uh, a hard one for Lillimore not to win, I think. I think Lillimore really gets a chance here to go all the way because she only has one horse trying to run it down, and that's Never Talk. Never Talk, I think, has a really, really good chance here now that doesn't have Dombody Power to contend with. Like I said, it gives Lillimore a better chance. And Lillimore at $8 to win and $2.70 to place. I'll happily have something small each way on it now that it doesn't have to contend. 
with uh, Don Brody and same with Never Talk. I think Never Talk's found itself a really winnable race now and at $4.40 to win and $1.80 to place. I'll have it on to win at the moment. And of course, if that place price drifts, I'll have it on each way. And punters, just beware of Madam Legend. The Legend horses have been going real strong as of late and that can always really cause some chaos and run a good, strong race and could win. But uh, the two horses I mentioned, a little more and never talk, will have my money. What about you, Nick? Like you said, the legends are on. That's because I've picked Adam Legend. That's who I'm yeah, going with. Um, I just feel like she's a lot better suited to the 1,100 meters. She's been yelling back to get up at that um, distance. Um, but yeah, that's that's for me. $5.50, $2.10, so it's each way as well. So brilliant. Lovely stuff to finish the day. Uh, 1,350 metres. They've left the best till last, in my opinion, here with plenty of talent finishing off the day. Bold and wild and super contender roll forward and beware of Starla, Smart Image, and especially Private Eye storming home late. Could even be a cheeky trifecta chance there, punters. I'll just mention that. However, I can't go past Private Eye. Has won its last four and I've backed him every single time. Can win again here and make it five on the trot for sure. One thing that is for sure that it will be a phenomenal battle to the line, and I cannot wait to see the finish it to finish off the day at Rose Hill. Nick, what are you thinking? Oh well, there's one name that comes to mind. It's got to be Starla. Um, bit worried that Tommy Berry's not on board for this race again, but um, with Jason Collette on board, I just don't understand how um, she just doesn't get rewarded. She's she's been at a, like double figure odds for the last three or four races and she just keeps getting it done like or she hasn't she hasn't won to be fair but she's just she's always in contention um i just yeah i I don't know if she can get it done with the win but she's definitely good at each way odds so i just you can't i can't i gotta be loyal to her and stay with her because she's done me well so far she's been four dollars ish like um place odds so if you go each way jason collette on board might might benefit her maybe but um yeah should be should be a good pick i think um no one else i just got to be loyal i guess you've gone with the private eye but i i gotta be loyal all right we move on to the magic million special great tip off nick yeah mate um big weekend on the gold coast sorry um with the two-year-old and three-year-old classics Obviously, the $2 million prize money. Um, I'm not 100% sure but if it's actually been put in, but um, my auntie's horse might be in the two-year-old runnings, Ruby Kisses. Um, I believe it's next in for the next one to get um, scratched. Ooh. If one gets scratched, which probably won't happen, she's in. So if not... Um, Oh, no, Fake Love has been scratched. Yes, she is, actually. She's... Yes, Fake Love, Ranch Hand went in as the first emergency, and Ruby Kisses, number 18, next in line. Yeah, so um, it'll be interesting to see if she gets a go. She probably won't win. I don't know how she's been given the chance when she hasn't won a race yet, to be fair. Um, she did race well um, last week or the week before, whenever it was, um, with her second place. Behind, who was it behind? It was behind... Um, Let me find out for you quickly. It was behind Four Moves four Ahead. Four Moves Ahead. Yes, okay. Um, on the heavy track at, I think she was like $17 yes, she was. or something like something along those lines. So, yeah. Um, but, yeah, that's the, the two-year-old and then the three-year-old for me. I just... 
I like the oh, that's why Ellsberg got scratched. He's in the, yeah, in the three. She's headed up. But uh, yeah, before we yeah. get stuck in, as always, the great tip off is brought to you guys by the good people at Inside Feed. Make sure to check out at Inside Feed underscore. Uh, no, it is at Inside underscore Feed HQ on Instagram and www.insidefeed.com.au. They are absolutely killing it at the moment with not only their horse tips, but their NBA tips as well. They are killing it. So if you're an NBA fan, make sure to follow all their pages. You, you might have seen on our Instagram every so often we like to throw up a couple of their tips just to give you a taster, but make sure to follow them for daily quality NBA tips and staking plans. Now for this week, the Magic Millions, of course, excitement in the air. We've done something a little bit special. On the podcast here, we'll just go through the three main races for our tip-off, but make sure to look at our Instagram for the full card. We're going to do a full card Magic Millions tip-off, all nine races, head-to-head. We'll be posting our selections on Instagram, but the only ones that are getting the big analysis and the explanation behind them are going to be the two-year-old race, three-year-old race, and the Magic Millions $1 million cup. Isn't that correct, Nick? That's correct, sir. All right, I'm going to let you go straight into the two-year-old classic. Who have you got and why? Now, I've I've gone – I've had a look at the, the form and the the whole thing, and I don't see many males popping out to me, honestly. I think it's more female has um, got the pace in it. Uh, three names come out to mind when I look at this. It's She's All Class, Swift Witness, and Miss Hipster. Miss Hipster's a bit more value on it. Um, she's all class with J-Mac on board and the Walla combo, as we love over here at the TMRC. Um, she only just came up from Sydney, so she hasn't had any trial or anything up in the Gold Coast, which surprised me a little bit from Walla. Um, but she does have the chance to get it done. I think Swift Witness and She's All Class, it could be just between those two, to be honest, especially with the uh, G Waterhouse and a bot um, trainer for Swift Witness. I just, it's, I've got to keep it quick here. I'm rambling on a bit. Um, I, I, it could be between those two, but I like a bit of value. So I'm going with Miss Hipster, $18 and $4.80 each way. Larry Cassidy been running well as well, um, has a chance. I think it's really over the odds, so I'll give it the chance here. So, Miss Hipster. Lovely stuff. Uh, I'll just mention before my main tip, uh, You'll Be Missed is a black booker of mine. I don't expect her to win here, but um, I would, I'd would i love to see her win at those $31 odds. Um, it'd be a real big get for her, but I'd, I'm not really expecting it, but I just got it because she's in my black book for a reason. Instead, I'll go for Alpine Edge with Robbie Fraud on board. Very smart horse. Uh, I think she's been very... He's Sorry. It is a he, not a she. It is a two, lovely <laughs> two-year-old colt. Smart horse. Very, very professional. Two wins from two starts, and I've been on it both those starts, if you've noticed on our Queensland tipping on the Instagram. Uh, led the whole way in its first win, and then got a group three win in the last start. So uh, with Robbie Ford retaining the ride, gets a good draw as well from the ninth barrier. I think that can figure right into it. 
and at $8 to win and $2.80 to play. So I just think that's overs with for a horse that can definitely win. I think that the market has been ignoring her again. I did it again, ignoring him just too much. Alpine Edge will be my tip for the two-year-olds, and I really hope that he can get a win. Jeez, mate. You, you gotta I don't know what's going on with me. Yes, you got to. I don't know what's going on with me. Very controversial. Yes. I, I misgendered age. the horse. Bloody hell. <laughs> yeah, that is very <laughs> controversial. <laughs> Be careful what you do, mate. Race seven, the second of the tip off. The three-year-old big race. Oh, two names come to mind, and I know I'm on one, and I know you're on the other. I'm going to keep it quick. Isotope. It's going to be a future Group 1 winner here. Uh, closing speed is insane. I black booked it straight after its um after its rest and it's come back and it's just looked a different sort. It's going to be peak peaked at the moment on Saturday, so I just don't think it's going to lose. However, losing the trial to away game, but I feel like it's peaked now, so now it's going to just get it done. Lovely stuff. It's either Team Isotope or Team Away Game in this race. It'd be quite funny if another horse wins because I think a lot of tickets across the uh, uh, country are going to be ripped up in frustration. I'm Team Away Game. I just think that uh, after its win in the two-year-old last year, it's uh, it's been the dance. It knows the moves, and I think it can win again here. Um, beat Isotope in a recent trial, like you said. And I personally just rate her better over Isotope, even though in the last time these two went head-to-head, Isotope won by, like, a whisker in a photo finish. And away game looked home by about six lengths there, and then all of a sudden that black-and-white tuxedo came out of nowhere and pipped her on the line with the closing speed, mate. Insane closing closing speed. speed. Insane closing speed. But I think the only reason that away game wasn't able to run all that way was because... It was her first start back, whereas it was Isotope's third start back. So away game just wasn't as fit. Now that it's going into its second uh, race start and it's had that trial, I think it'll be nice and ready to come out and win here at $4.20 to win away game. You've got my money. Run home, beautiful. Run home. Last race, we got the Magic Millions Cup race eight at Gold Coast. Yes. 1400 meters, uh, very tough one for us, yeah, pretty much. Honestly, we've got Soxagon 11 11, uh, Edison, Sambro, Galapinologist, uh, Yao Dash, all of them, literally. Oh my literally. god, almost half, almost I reckon 80% of the field I've had a bet on at some point, or I've either tipped it in the podcast or tipped it to the boys. And it's in it's my write ups, it's not just one, one tip that we usually tip these guys, these are the ones that we use as our loyalty bets. They're exactly all in the right. same race. Who do you get the lo- loyalty bet to? Uh, I've got one horse that my loyalty dies with. Well, you, you can go first because I, I haven't made up my mind yet, honestly. It is. I, I had a look at it and I was torn because there are just so many. But I just think there's this one horse that I have been on since it won for me all the way back on, I think it was Melbourne Cup Day that it won. And uh, that's the astrologist. $10 to win, $3.30 to place. I think that's completely over the odds. I was I was jumping for joy when I saw that place when the markets opened. Craig Williams on it like always. I think uh, fourth placing last week was purely just because Yao Das had a career best run. And um, it was a uh, uh, it was its first time racing up in um, 
the Queensland tracks, so it wasn't really used to it. Now that it's had that race, I think that it can just win again. It, it, it's a horse that wins. It'll try and run from the front, and it'll be certainly around the line. I, I can't, I don't see it finishing anywhere further than fourth. So hopefully it either wins or gets in the placing. So $10 to win, $3.30 to place. The Astrologist, each way, just my favourite horse running around the tracks at the moment until Very Elegant comes back out in autumn. The Astrologist is my favourite horse at the moment. So, Nick, have you made up your mind? I have. I've got... I've gone a bit shorter. I've gone eleven eleven. Now this horse uh, is one that I backed. Um, I think I backed it when it came third, just before its rest, or it might have, or it might have been the sixth one. And it's come out. It sixth. I th- yeah, I backed it when it came sixth, and now it's bang banged out. Um, yeah, I just since I I could have got angry with the horse and just not followed it, but. Got to give it its uh, respect, and I feel like it's got the chance here to get it done again. It's just, it um, it's it's getting into the form it is, and um, yeah, it's got got the chance to get it done. If it, it's a soft track, apparently, there's um, a chance. There is a chance that there is going to be a little bit of sting out of the track, but who knows? And it lo- it likes a soft track with um three of its wins being on the soft track from five appearances. So yeah, I'm going to give it to eleven eleven. Lovely stuff. So that's our tips for the podcast tip-off, of course, just the main three. But make sure to check out the Instagram for our full card of tips. At the moment for the 2021, we are locked in at one a pair after Nick won the Hunter of the Year in 2020, narrowly. But, uh, yeah, so see who takes the lead after this week. That was the great tip-off brought to you by Inside Feed, as always. And before we sign off for today, Nick, have you got any horse that you could throw out there as your best of the day that you're that confident in? That if you could have one bet across all day, anywhere in the country, doesn't even have to be ones that we've discussed anywhere, who would you back? Um, it's it's a tough one, honestly. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna go a bit out of the um, ordinary as well, in terms of um, I'm gonna pick a value bet as well. I think my value bet has to be the. Holbian at um Flemington. Oh. Um, it's oh, it just sticks out to me. It sticks out to me. It's just a brilliant. But my my pick of better the day, race four Ascot number five Giant Leap two dollars oh, okay. five. Um, Pikey on board. G A Williams. They're just it's it's gonna be his race to lose. I just don't see him losing. Um, my better the day. Lovely stuff. Uh, well, I'll give Barry Bet like you a uh, banger in the third at Rose Hill. I think it can really play chaos at those sort of odds. But if I could have one bet all day, I'd be putting my money on Private Eye in the last at Rose Hill. Too easy. Good stuff. All right. All that right. was a fucking long one today. It was. Sorry, punters, uh, about that if you are. Uh, Stayed the whole way. It was very long purely. There was a lot of technical difficulty. Hence why we missed last week, the corrupted files, and that sort of played into today's as well. We've had to re-record many of the sections, so if you hear any chop changes and cutouts, that is purely why we made sure that we stuck to it and got it out for you this week. We've missed it. We have missed it. We've missed giving the tips out to you guys live on the podcast. So we hope you enjoyed, and we will be back next week. Good luck on all your Magic Millions punting this week. Signing off for now, TMRC. See you, lads. See you, lads.
All right. Craig, leave. Fucking. Fuck, that's going to be three different.